buddy. Rolling like a big shot. Chevy tuned up like a NASCAR pit stop. Fresh paint job. Fresh inside. It's the outside frame in the trunk wide. All the rims big, do it right good. Lean back, right hand on the plywood. Alrighty, Snipe the Twine, then that's 69, boys. It's episode 26, a fucking playoff preview. Kyle, how are we, man? We're doing good. A uh, couple days off here before the big tournament starts, and uh, I don't know if I'm nervous, scared, excited, or all combined. Yeah, man, uh, the only thing I can tell you is that my penis is in a constant state of rigor mortis leading into uh, Wednesday's <laughs> games. Uh, I'm fired right the fuck up for the playoffs. I love playoff hockey, man. Round one's my favorite round. There's hockey on from seven at night till one in the morning. It's fucking amazing. Makes yeah. me fucking want to snap. I love it. Yeah, round one's obviously. Uh, it's probably the only sport though, out of the like the major sports, where after round one, the viewership just starts to dip. Where not yeah, more people definitely. tune in the later it goes. It's just there's so many people interested that just stop giving a fuck. But oh, the first round, round one is the what best we live and for. It's oh, it's the best round, hands down. Absolutely. So um, before Chris, we start going into some of the the playoff topics and playoff previews from each conference. Uh, big news today. Uh, kind of released a bit yesterday, but uh, more or less confirmed today. Coach Q, uh, Quinville is going to coach the Florida Panthers for the next <laughs> yeah, five years. Huge deal for him. Huge money, too. Coach Q got paid, and uh, he's working under Dale Talon again, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. And uh, I know a former Blackhawk that's hitting the unrestricted free agent market who would maybe be uh, inclined to bring a goaltender in there since Luongo's probably walking away this year, they're saying. So, uh, yeah. Would, that that kind of just – that that to me – that speculation's been out there for a while, but the fact that Quinville's involved now, now I really think something's up there for yeah, sure. Yeah, Panarin and Bobrovsky, hands down, in my opinion, are going to land um, to the Florida Panthers, and great for them if they do. Uh, I really think that with a solid goaltender this year, they're probably in that Carolina spot, or at least fighting Barkov nail with really... Montreal. Barkov would really benefit from having a Oh, yeah, he's going to turn life. him into the next Taves. Are you kidding? Like, he's oh, already yeah. a stud. And Hubert yeah, quietly the... threw up 90 points. Like, that kind of yeah, got swept it's under the rug to me. I was like, come again, 90 points? Like, Hubert, Huberto's no laughing matter either. Dadnov's still got a couple years kicking in him. And I, I think that with the draft picks they have, if they can get a coach like Quinville to step in, uh, if you really ask me, like the way Gallant was teaching that uh, or coaching that team, they really shouldn't have let him go. Now, is Quinville an upgrade over Gallant in today's NHL? I, I don't know. I, I think that uh, Gerard, Gerard Gallant is, is a great coach. He's done magnificent things with Vegas. But let's not forget Quinville carried his team to three cups in five years. Yeah, definitely, man. I mean, there's no uh, there's no doubt in my mind that, you know, exactly. Gerard Gallant was a great coach. They fumbled that. But this is uh, this is as good of a recovery as you could possibly make. Oh, for sure. I mean, the, the Bob Boner situation didn't work at all. And uh, they really kind of found themselves uh, looking for the answer that they had let go in Gallant. So uh, great for them. That's that's awesome stuff uh, as a Tampa fan. I've been waiting years for the Florida-Tampa rivalry to actually 
become that because they call it a rivalry, but it's not. They haven't played a meaningful game against each other in 15, no. 20 years. And ever, like basically, yeah. yeah. So fucking, uh, I understand that. Kyle, uh, moving on to the Sabres as well. They made a coaching change. Phil Housley was uh, relieved of his duties. There is some uh, whisperings around the NHL that Toddy No Bangs McClellan could be coming in there. Yeah, I've heard uh, L.A. involved in uh, Todd McClellan as well. Yeah, because they fired, uh, what's his name? I don't even think that McClellan's an, uh, a bad coach. It's just, I, I, for whatever reason, the NHL recycles coaches more than I recycle trash <laughs> at, at yeah, my house. It's, I know, it's I know. absolutely it's ridiculous. The second and third and fourth and fifth chances some of these guys get. Like, look at Ken Hitchcock. What's he on his ninth team? I know it's crazy and uh you know the league's kind of always been that way you see guys uh I mean you look at uh Paul Maurice I think he's coached the Leafs and the Hurricanes twice each yeah yeah it's crazy but uh, I mean if you're talking Buffalo Housley had to go you could just tell the response in the room wasn't there Uh, it is from from the insider readings and 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 background information that's kind of been released from the players and the closing interviews and all that is that I don't think he really learned to adapt his style clearly wasn't working for that team and he refused to try to change yeah uh, what did he say in the last uh, the last couple games of the year it's like I've, I've told this team everything they've needed to do you know what I mean it's like he didn't yeah, have anyone's yeah. back he basically said you know I'm doing what I'm doing and it's not working yeah, yeah, no, they definitely, uh, they needed a change in that room. And, uh, you know, like you said, Tom McClellan's not necessarily a bad coach, but, you know, I like uh, seeing a team, like, move their AHL coach up or see some guy who's like, yeah, it's always exactly. recycled guys. You know, Quinville like, was obviously the, the big fish there. And uh, what I heard is that uh, Philadelphia was also interested. And I heard that Florida actually was outbid. By another team. So what that tells me is that Quinville actually wants to be in Florida. He thinks that he can do something with this team. He likes the pieces a part of this team. He likes the pieces that he thinks are coming to this team. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I mean, working for a guy he's comfortable working with, right? He worked great with Talon. He didn't get along with Bowman. Him and Talon didn't seem to have any yeah, problems. Yeah, Talon kind of didn't really reap the, the benefits of that cup team that uh, that he really built, so at least the first uh, the first one that Coach Q got. with. Uh, yeah, it's because he made that mistake with those RFA contracts for, like, yeah. and whatever. Yeah, that was a big fuck-up. Yeah, it was a big fuck-up. Anyway, uh, Kyle, I want to jump into this here. I want to get into the fucking first round right too. away. And that's <laughs> these fucking coaches. The season's done. Uh, we saw one of the – this is one of the best seasons I can recall, man. Like, You know what? Just from a, a, a fan standpoint, scoring's up. This is the kind of hockey we want to see. Uh, and this year, I, I think maybe even a little bit more than last year, we've seen a lot of guys not want to let go of this whole fighting thing. I think last year there was a lot of games where the fighting was really gone and there seems yeah. to be a, a, a crew this year that's not letting it die. So, I mean, not that I want fighting removed from the game, not that I think it has a major part of the game, but to me, it's part of hockey and I don't want to see that go anywhere. And no, no, from an overall standpoint, great. scoring's been up. Uh, there's still tough hockey. There's still big hits. There's still fights. Uh, and just the way that the season's evolved, 
uh, it's absolutely crazy. Some of these matchups that we have some, some new matchups that have never been seen before in the playoffs. And then some matchups that uh, are uh, all too familiar for some. Uh, yeah, Boston, definitely. Toronto, like I, I, Chris, I don't even know what to expect. Uh, if you would have asked me a month ago, I would have said Boston's the underdog. Boston's going to walk into Toronto and steal two and take it home and probably close a series in five or six games. But jump forward to the end of the season. Everyone is on the Boston train. Everyone is picking Boston. All the I experts know, I are don't leaning like Boston. It. I don't Did like you hear it. Jeff O'Neill today? Say, yeah, he no said that. The you... get past, they, they said, there's no way that it gets past five games the way that the Leafs are playing defense. And well, you know listen, what? I'm not going to disagree with him. No, we're going to get into that, but I want to start at the top. I want to start with the Tampa and the Blue Jackets series. Okay. I want to start right on. there. That's where I want to start because we're looking at a team in Tampa Bay that uh, – Won 62 out of 82 games and had 103 goal differential, which is completely fucked up. You see a guy like Kucherov has 128 points this season. What the fuck? That's crazy. Yeah, like a historic season. And and not only the salary cap era of the NHL, but just in general. No one's put up this many points since Jeremy Yager in 95 96 i feel like i know tampa bay isn't a huge hockey market but if this were Connor mcdavid who threw up 128 points this would never be let go of it'd be the most talked about oh, thing oh yeah sports. i mean or crosby would have ever done it like oh it yeah in a fucking it would have been one of the huge stories of the there almost seems generation to be, uh, you know? oh yeah Oh, well, because he plays on Tampa and they're so good, it doesn't matter. Or yeah, it's like, no, there. man, 128 points is fucking crazy. That's a Chris, crazy starting off with this series, I, I see a lot, and I want to say a lot, of people hopping on the Columbus wagon here. Now, I don't know if that's just pure disrespect where people say, oh, Tampa's getting bounced. We're not making it because they don't want to play it. They don't want to see him move on. I know well, regular season uh, means listen, nothing. Like. Tampa, uh, Columbus was really playing some good hockey down the stretch, though. Bobrovsky. They definitely had some, they, they had two things happen. One, Bobrovsky played out of his mind. And two, the team finally kind of started to gel. They got their line combinations down. Like you yep. said at the beginning, Tortorella was putting Duchesne. They forced kind of Dubois out of his comfortable zone. And uh, they really seemed to fix that down the stretch. And, uh, a guy like Bobrovsky, I think he had four shutouts in 11 games in one stretch there down the end. Yeah, I mean, if you had Bobrovsky in fantasy and you were in the finals, you most likely came out on top. I, I could thank Bobrovsky myself for handing me a, a fantasy championship, a couple shutouts in that final week. Uh, that sealed the deal for me. He played absolute yeah. lights out. They were fighting for a playoff spot over Montreal, and Montreal played some great hockey down the stretch. I, I almost feel bad for Montreal, uh, but Columbus is a team that gets in. Now, a couple things they're, I want to say They have here. some big guys, man. Like They're going to be tough to play against. They got some big forwards who are going to play that playoff-style game with Felino. And uh, you look at a guy like Anderson. He's up there in the hits. Jenner. Like, Dubinsky. Like Jenner, these guys, Dubinsky. These are big, these are big players, man. They're going to wear on Tampa's defense. I think Tampa's still going to win the series. Don't get me wrong. We'll talk about the games in a second. But um, <clears throat> this is no easy first-round wild-card game by any stretch of the imagination for Tampa. Like, No, I don't think so. There's other teams you'd rather see in the playoffs than Columbus, especially right now the way they're playing. I'd rather play Montreal yeah, if I had definitely. the choice. Um, but a, a couple things here. and uh, You've mentioned that. Yeah, they're a big team. They got some big bodies. 
And that's what I've heard. I've seen a couple things on Twitter and here and there where people are picking Columbus. Oh, they can't adapt to – they're not going to be able to play against uh, Columbus the way they play the puck. Tampa was third in the league in hits. Where is yeah. this – where is this, like, misinformation coming from that Tampa's a soft team? Tampa can play any way you want. You want to play the heavy, heavy crash and bang style kind of hockey? They got the guys that do that. You want to play a fast tempo, no whistle kind of game? They can play that kind of hockey. So I, I don't want to say that necessarily that they're outmatched in no, physicality no, no. Or I don't think so. I don't think so either. But I it is going to be like a different cause style. For close games. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. I just think absolutely. that they, they're going to match up decently enough to where they're going to be able to hang in a game. And a guy like Bobrovsky, if he gets hot like that, he can steal a game. You know what I mean? Uh, like both goaltenders are capable of stealing a hockey game for sure. Yeah. Now, before we kind of close up here and kind of give our predictions here, I just want to say, I know the regular season means absolutely nothing. You look at last year, uh, the New Jersey Devils beat Tampa in every game they played last year, and then they got wiped in the playoffs. Yeah. Tampa Bay against Columbus this year, 3-0, and 17 goals for three against. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so. <laughs> if you gotta ask, I mean, uh, I don't know. I just, I, I know they're gonna be a, a bit of a tougher matchup than. It's not gonna be a four nothing sweep. I don't think it's even gonna go five. I, I'm gonna say five or six games, but I, I gotta give the edge, obviously, to my boys. I got as much faith as uh, as a nun in a church right now. This team, it's, it's, it's absolutely crazy. The season that they had, I know that the president's trophy carries its curse. I know it's not supposed to happen. I know it's not likely to happen. There's just too much attention on this team right now, but Columbus isn't going to be the team that takes them down. No, I don't think so. Give your games prediction. I'm going to say Tampa in six. Yeah, that's, I do think uh, it's going to be a bit of a tough series, but I, I don't think they're going to push seven. I don't think it's going to go all the way. I think it's going to be a hard fought battle. Probably a couple overtime games are going to have me on a cardiac attack, but <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm going to take uh, the season. I, I think Tampa's going to get through relatively easily. Um, I, I'm going to take Tampa Bay in five games. That's I what I want to say. I just, I, I, I want to pay my respect to Columbus. Yeah. I think that at the end of the day, they're just going to be too much to handle. And I think that, you know, uh, once they, Columbus has guys who they, they, they get into penalty trouble a little bit and you can't do that against Tampa Bay. They'll just bury you with that power play. And uh, I could kind of see Tampa goating them into, into some penalties. They got that guy Cernak or whatever on defense. I can see him playing a major part in the series. And uh, I think it's going to be quick work, but moving on to the next one, probably this is obviously the most talked about series around here because of the fact that it involves the Maple Leafs, but it's the Leafs and Bruins. Um, this Man, let me tell you, there's a there's a oh, lot of fuck. people excited for this season who aren't Boston fans, who aren't Toronto fans. And I'll yeah. say this outright. I'm more excited to watch Toronto-Boston than I am Tampa Bay-Columbus. Oh, it's going to yeah. be a no, fucking war, big, and I'm looking forward war to it. The, this is the war of the first round, in my opinion. I think uh, so. You're looking at these teams here. They 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 went uh, four games this season. Boston won three of them, three of four. Um, both teams kind of didn't look so great coming down the stretch. Uh, Freddie Anderson and Tuka Rask both kind of not playing their best hockey. Um, listen, you still look at it. The Bruins were 20, 22, 7 and four down the stretch, and the Leafs limped into the playoffs. Like uh, it, I mean, Anderson was dropping five balls. 
Yeah, and versus like eight versus of his past ten games, I swear he let in four or five goals. Yeah, and, and that's uh, not on him. That's on team defense. But if you're questioning your team defense against a uh, a group that Cassidy rolls four lines against, that's a yeah. physical, demanding, aggressive, relentless style. And uh, I, I don't know. I just I, Boston seems to be the heavy favorite, and I want to pick Boston. But Chrissy, something in the back of my head is telling me that the the, the dragon is going to be slayed here, and it's not going to be in pretty order. But I, I, I don't know why. And I haven't made a prediction all year. I'm taking the Leafs, Chris. I'm taking taking the Leafs in seven. Leafs in seven? All right. Listen, this is what I'm going to tell you. I have two feelings about this series. The first feeling is exactly what you kind of mentioned that Jeff O'Neill said, that if Toronto's defense comes out and plays the way that they've been playing the last month down the stretch. Game over. They're going to get mopped. Boston will beat them in five games. Boston has a relentless four check. Uh, They play really well as a team. Their lines are clicking right now. Uh, You know, that top line of Bergeron, Pasternak, and Marshawn, they always just seem to have their way with the Leafs. Uh, Yeah, and they even had success breaking them up. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a top-heavy line. No, the thing is is that you can throw Pasternak down with Krejci. But, I mean, him, uh, but Krejci had his best season since, you know, I know that everybody says, well, yeah, now they got Tavares. It's like Boston has David Krejci playing his best hockey since fucking 2009. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's having his best statistical season. The guy... The guy's having a great season. They've kind of had uh, half a David Krejci the last couple times they've seen them. Yeah. No, Uh, I think the big factor here, uh, I I know it's obviously team defense, but when it all comes down to it, this whole entire series rides on Anderson. If he plays the way he played down the stretch, if he's letting in four or five goals a game, it's going to be quick. It's going to be ugly. If Anderson can stand on his head. They're going to win in seven. If if the defense holds enough and Anderson does enough to get the job done, the Leafs go win in seven. But they're, they they haven't shown me that they're going to be able to do that. So I'm going to put myself in the middle. I'm going to take Boston in six. Yeah, it's it's one of those things. Where you I just, think Boston is just to... a better roster all around. I, I don't know why. I, just... I think they match up better. I don't want to say that Boston's a better team than Toronto. I just think that they match up better. Toronto yeah, doesn't. I, I don't have a hard that... time with their style of play. I just don't think Toronto has the team that can adapt. See, I, I mentioned earlier with Tampa Columbus. If Columbus wants to play that hard game, Tampa, you know, that's not their forte, but they will play that way. I don't know if Toronto can adapt to their play style that no, Boston you saw brings. It in the last season series, you know, a guy like Kadri, you know, Boston was throwing big hits and then he boards a guy from behind, takes a three game suspension. Like they just, they can't get into that kind of game without losing their tempers. It seems. Yeah. And, and last year, Boston's I mean, Morgan play, Riley's probably, probably had one the of the second most deadly power play in the league behind Tampa. Their power play is absolutely lethal. Yeah, absolutely. It hasn't been that great down the stretch, but I mean, they still got enough weapons to bury you if, if that's what it comes down to. Uh, but I think last year, the big difference was, and, and I know that Morgan Riley has evolved. He's better. He's better than he was last year, but he was eaten alive last year by the Bruins five on five. I think for the series, he was outshot like 125 on five or something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was crazy. It was bad. It was crazy. I kind of expected it to be different, but I'm, I'm going to stick with Bruins and six. So, Kyle, Chris, we got Washington and Carolina in the next series here, which is fucking, uh, you know, Carolina, you know, there was a point in time where they looked to be dead. Yeah, and, dead uh, in the water. The storm surge came. The team started playing good. 
Everybody's got their hands clapping over their heads like a bunch of dickheads, and now they find themselves yeah, in the playoffs. Hates it. <laughs> <laughs> but, no more storm uh, you, surge in the playoffs, Chris. You can't hit them now. No, no storm surge. So listen, we got Alexander Ovechkin, Mister Chasen Gretzky. He's coming in, coming off the Rocket Richard Trophy season, fifty-one goals, just beat out Leon Dreisaitl. Um Coming in in uh, Carolina, you know they're. Uh, I think that they're just out of their element in this. You one. know what I saved that... their season, Chrissy? That Nito Nita Rider trade. Yeah. Absolutely it did. saved their season. It did. Carolina's got this kind of this kind of magic this year that I don't know why. I, I, I think that they can make a run, but I don't think they locked out in the match that they wanted in the first round. I yeah, don't I think that the defending Stanley Cup champions are gonna get ousted in the first. I, I don't even know if it's gonna be close. Uh, my gut tells me Washington in six. I, I do think that Carolina does put up a bit of a fight. I just, a, a, as you mentioned, I think they're out of their their element. Uh, McElhinney's yeah. had a great year. Mrazic's had a great year. I don't know how they're going to play in the playoffs, though. I don't I mean? like Mrazic in the playoffs. Season. It's ranch season. Yeah, you got to think about that when it's ranch season. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. I mean, you look at a guy like Kuznetsov, who, in my opinion, probably, w- probably should have won the Conn Smythe trophy last year in the playoffs. I know they gave it to uh, Alex Ovechkin and that's for his endured pain of never having made it that far. And he absolutely deserved it. He had a hell of a playoffs, but Kuznetsov was the straw that stirred the drink for that team. And if he has another big season, big series, uh, it's, it's going to be game over and it's going to be quick. Yeah, it'll be a good night for them. I'm going to take uh, Washington in five games in that series. Washington in five? Now, this yeah. next series, Chrissy, it's probably going to be an upset for me. I, I, I know that Islanders have the better spot over Pittsburgh right now. I got the love for the Islanders right now. I'm taking the Islanders over Pittsburgh. I'm not even going to get into it first and go over the dots and all the T's and I's. I'm taking the Islanders to close out the Pittsburgh. It's going to be a long grueling series. I got them in seven, but I'm taking the Islanders here. Yeah. They're playing back at the Coliseum and that's great. Uh, Barry Trotz effect, man. The Barry Barry Trotz Trotz effect effect. is real, but that said, uh, Sidney Crosby, Phil Kessel's always been a good playoff player. You got a guy in Jake Gensel scored 60 goals or sorry, 40 goals this season. Uh, Evgeny Malkin. um, I, I, I'm just, I look at this series and I think Robin Lehner, I mean, we, I mean, the guy that we have no idea any playoff stuff with him, he's a big unknown coming in. Matt Murray can turn it on. We've all seen it happen. Right. But he didn't have that great of a season either. I'm uh, I'm going to take the Pittsburgh Penguins in seven games in this series. I'm going with Crosby. Yeah, I do have them going the distance as well. I do think it's, it's going to be a yeah, tough this series. It's going to be a war. It's, it's gonna to be me. Tough. It's, the Washington Capitals team that finally ended the curse, that finally beat Pittsburgh, the team that finally slayed the dragon, was Barry Trotz. That Barry Trotz defense can shut down teams. You yeah, look at the man. Islanders, they, they've beat Pittsburgh in the season series. They beat Tampa in the season series. The Islanders yeah, have such a tough stingy to defense, again. and they get enough scoring up front from, uh, I know they don't have the deepest forward 
core out there when you Justin Bailey and Anders Lee, Matthew Barzell, he's as good as Jordan ever. Aberley. Jordan Aberley. But I mean, outside Big of test that, you for get Jordan Aberley, the... see what the playoffs do for him. Yeah, exactly. I just, I don't know. I just got the sneaky little feeling about the Islanders and uh, yeah, I'm I all about the surprise. He always seemed to play well in the big games. I mean, he's never really played in a big game since he spent all that time in Edmonton. Yeah. Uh, Eberly, we'll see what happens there. He could be a difference maker in that series too. You never know these guys that come out of nowhere and have a good a good series, right? Well, I don't want to say come out of nowhere. We've all witnessed Jordan Eberly show up in big games before. Team yeah, Canada World Juniors. World he's, Junior. uh, he's a gamer when it when it counts. But again, this is a guy that we really haven't seen in the playoffs. Um, no, for, he was too busy in fucking Loserville. <laughs> now, Moving Chrissy, on though, Kyle, we got Nashville Predators on the other side taking on the Dallas Stars. That's a weird one. And yeah. uh, you know what? I, I do think that uh, a little bit of the spark has been lost for Nashville. I do think that they don't have the same spunk this year. And this is a Dallas team that uh, this is going to be a stingy series. I'm telling you, this is going to be the yep. lowest scoring series of I the first round. I can see that, too. I can see that as well. Now, the um, big question remains behind Ben Bishop. Is he healthy? Can yeah, that's he, always a question. Can he play? Is he going to play? If Ben Bishop plays, I will have the Dallas Stars upsetting Nashville. Yeah, definitely. I've seen yeah. Ben Bishop win a playoff series before when, yeah, when Tampa went to the Cup in 2015. They don't get there without Bishop. No, Bishop, I understand. Bishop yeah, won yeah, the series against New York. He won the series against Detroit. And, uh, you know, I, I look at that Ben Bishop to this year's Ben Bishop. If Ben Bishop doesn't get nominated for the Vesna this year, it's a robbery. He had a fantastic season. He led the league in save percentage with 9-3-4. That's yeah. his best season. That's the best season by a goalie in Dallas. And yeah. uh, it's it's the health question, you know. Can they make a run? Can they can go he far? Stay healthy? Is he is he even healthy? But Nashville is vulnerable. I do agree with you there. But I'm still I'm I'm going to take the Predators in seven games. I think this is going to go the distance. I do think it's going to go the distance. I, I don't think this is going to be a quick series by any stretch. Uh, I, I'm going to take the underdog here. It's probably going to be a little trend here going. I, I'm going to be taking some underdogs here, especially in the West. I just. I don't know what's going on in the West. I, I yeah, there's something like in the water. Picking names in the West. out of a hat. Yeah, the end. I think the underdogs are more likely to win in the West than they are in the East side of things. That's definitely for sure. yes. If you're picking underdogs, the next matchup fires me up though. Let it out. St. Louis Blues and Winnipeg Jets, Kyle. Fuck, that's a great oh, series. Oh man, you know what? St. Louis even making the playoffs was crazy. January 1st, worst team in the league. Now they're in a, not even a wild card spot. They're uh, matched up to play Winnipeg. And you know what? The the air kind of seems like it uh, flew out of the sails uh, down the stretch in Winnipeg. You know, whether it comes to goaltending, whether it yeah. comes to secondary scoring, you want to talk about Patrick Lyonnais' hot start and his big month of December where he had 18 goals. Yeah, he had November, six goals in his last 43 games. I know six he's really goals in his last down. 43 games. Really slow. He slowed down, and that's your secondary scoring. Nikolai Ehlers has been back, and yeah. I don't think that even he's done too much. And you know, Brian Little, Jack Rosman, Kevin Hayes wasn't. Kevin he, Hayes has like, been a big addition. He's been yeah. playing very well. Yeah, he's played well. He's played really well, but he hasn't been like uh, a huge guy as well, like that you know much about in the playoffs. Like we'll see what he can bring to the table. I do still. I I I love what Bennington's done. 
and I loved the story. And, uh, you know, it's tough. It, you know, they got a Ryan O'Reilly. I mean, that guy could be up for a Selkie trophy this season. He had a great year. Should be. Should um, at least get nominated. He should at least be nominated. Will I'm gonna be take, at least nominated. Yeah, I'm going to take the Jets in six games. The Jets in six. I'm going to take St. Louis. Uh, I know we haven't seen Bennington in the playoffs before. I know we don't know what he's all about. But he could be like the Cam Ward thing. He you know? could be the Cam Ward, the the kid that could, because we all know Jake Allen can't. <laughs> <laughs> Jake Allen is the kid that can't. Yeah, it's. A, I don't know. I just. I, I feel like at the beginning of the year, I had Winnipeg go in the distance, and they just haven't lo- looked great. I know Bufflin's just coming back, so he's kind of going to try to get the get back in his groove because, you know, obviously he missed about a month or a month or two. Uh, where, uh, what's the news on Josh Morrissey? Yeah. I know he got hurt. Is is he going to play a game? I, I think if Josh Morrissey misses time here, but I, I think St. Louis is really going to win this. I, I, I think with a healthy team, when yeah, no, probably uh, actually, should you know win. Well, uh, Morrissey says he feels ready to return heading into game one against Blue. So I think Morrissey's going to go. That's good news if you're a Winnipeg fan. Uh, I still, I'm taking St. Louis. Uh, I, I'm absolutely in love with Jordan Bangington. I, I think that uh, the type of style and the type of uh, hockey that this team can play uh, when they're on their level, this is the team that, shouldn't have been in the basement where they were all season long. Uh, it, it took Craig Berube, who I don't know how he fixed the problem, but he did. And this is a team that can play great hockey. The, we just seen the St. Louis yeah, Blues give a one-year extension to Jay Bomeister today. Uh, but Alex Petrangelo, he's a hell of a defenseman, a hell of a catalyst hell of to have on the back yeah. end. Absolutely. Uh, the way that Ryan O'Reilly plays games, I, I think, is going to win games in this series it could and, man uh, he's a fucking difference taking the blues guy. buddy yeah Shout yeah, yeah i don't Gina. blame you i love i love uh, i love bangington and uh we all know kevin st gene will be happy to hear that he's a big blues fan he's got to be excited you know him well, this will pump his tires i got oh, st yeah. louis going on a run this year yeah you got the. i think they're gonna the surprise I wouldn't be surprised, man. But coming into this next series, I think this is the most boring series of the first round, in my opinion. Uh, Calgary Flames and Colorado Avalanche. I don't want to say boring, but I, I just least I'm not interesting. For it. Yes, like San Jose Vegas, which we're gonna go to next. That's gonna be a fucking battle. That's gonna be a war. Vegas upset a lot of teams this year, and there's gonna be a big number on their back, a big target on their back. Sorry, this year. Where no one wants to lose to Vegas. Not again. Oh, Especially not San Jose. No, I know the that, team but what are we picking just... for Calgary and Colorado? Ah, Calgary, Colorado. The boring series guys that we don't want to about... talk about. <laughs> guys start talking about San Jose fucking Vegas. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this series. And you know why, Chris? Because Calgary's going to dust them. That's why. No, because Colorado's going to win the upset. I got yeah. the eight seed beating the one seed. I got it. No. I got it here. Mike Smith and David Riddich in the playoffs. That's who's going to win a playoff series. That's the team that's going to go on a run. I know people got Calgary going all the way to the cup. In, in some instances, a lot of people have them as a favorite in the series. But, I mean, do they have the goaltending to win a series? Have we seen David Riddich in the playoffs? I just don't think that Colorado has the secondary scoring to be able to match uh, to match with Calgary. Like, Carl Soderberg, I don't see having a big playoff series. No, but I mean, some of the young guns have really stepped yeah. up, whether it's uh, Sam Gerard or Alexander Kerfoot. They've just, you know, a lot of those guys they weren't getting secondary scoring from 
for the first half of the season have actually surprisingly played very well down the stretch. Uh, a healthy Landeskog back, a healthy yeah. Randon back. Yeah, yeah, no, Philip Grubauer has got a 959 save percentage over the last course of the last two months. Yeah, I think that he's great. probably going to be named the starter, although that hasn't been confirmed. I, I, I don't know why. I've got upset written all over this matchup, and it's probably a homer take, but I'm taking Colorado to beat the number one seed in Calgary. How many games? How many games? Seven. I can't say anything less. If it's going to be an upset, it's not going to be Colorado in four. It's going to be a distance. Uh, it's, going to be, it's a battle Cal- of the goaltenders here. I'm taking Calgary in five games. I don't think it matters about the goaltending. I think Calgary will be way too heavy, way too much to handle. I don't think Colorado's defense will hold. I think Colorado's defense is weak. Um, and I think that Calgary's defense at the end of the day is going to be able to protect those goaltenders enough versus a Colorado team that has one line. Um, I really think that Calgary's going to lay into Colorado. And winning you know, that's probably what's going to happen. I just, you know, sometimes you have that feeling that you just can't let go. Oh, I Even get it. Even though I want to take Calgary, I can't because yeah. someone in the back of my head is telling me that Colorado is going to fucking make an upset here. That's hilarious, man. All right, going into the last matchup. Now we can talk about it. Kyle was all excited to talk about this one. The San Jose Sharks and the Vegas Golden Knights. I'm just excited to talk about Vegas, man. Like I, I, I'm still not over the Cinderella run from last year, the improbable Stanley Cup trip they made. Uh, it was game over awesome. against the Caps. But, I mean, how they, oh, A, yeah. upset L.A., B, how they upset San Jose, and how the fuck did they stomp over Winnipeg? I, I, I didn't know. get that. I thought Crushed Winnipeg them. was going to cruise by them. So cruise. did I. So did I. The Vegas Golden Knights are a big team, too. These are two decent-sized teams. You know, the average height on each team is 6 They play the, they play the right way, man. This is um, going to be a grinding series. There, You can already tell there's some hate between these teams. Yeah, they don't uh, like each seen, other. You've uh, seen Ryan Reeves and Joe Thornton go at it a couple, a couple games ago. They don't like each other. These teams probably don't want to play each other in the first round. No, but... this is an exciting first round matchup, man. For for me, this is the second, like the the behind the Leafs Bruin series. This one gets me really excited. This series, I think it's going to be a fucking all out war. I think it's going to be nasty. I think uh, there's going to be a lot uh, of bad blood. I think Mark Stone is going to be an interesting guy to watch playing playoff hockey. I can't wait to see Mark Stone back playing the. Uh, playing meaningful hockey. He had 73 points or whatever this season. He was awesome. Uh, Not even looking at the points, though. Mark Stone brings so much more to the table. He is honestly one of the better forwards in the game. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, Vegas has a team. They've done it before, and guess what? Between the pipes, if you give me um, Marc-Andre Fleury or you're giving me Martin Jones, who had pretty bad season this year, Martin Jones. Pretty bad. It's awful. It's awful. Have, like, <laughs> I do not have trust in Martin Jones, but I will say this: that if Martin Jones can play even mediocre or barely average, that San Jose can still win this series as long as Eric Carlson comes in at a hundred percent. Yeah, who knows with Eric Carlson if he's going to come in at a hundred percent or not? Uh, the guy's been battling a groin issue. Uh, I'm going to take the Vegas Golden Knights in this series in seven games. I think they're going to go to San Jose and steal it on the road. I th- I'm taking Golden Knights in seven. 
I'm going to go and give San Jose in six. Uh, that's uh, what Vegas took San Jose out last year. It was, uh, it was uh, sorry, it was uh, Vegas in six last year. I think it's going to be San Jose in six this year. Reenact a little revenge. I think this team is too deep up front. You look at San Jose's second line. You look yeah. at their third line. They've got guys producing that second line of uh, Couture, Evander Kane, and then you slot in a guy like Timo Meyer. Timo Meyer, yeah, that's a great having line. a fantastic season. They've got Jonas Donskoy on the third line, uh, who's producing, and yeah, these he's are guys a lot too. These are guys that uh, you know. There's depth falling down the line. I'm just about having for me. That it big comes down fourth line. Yeah, I'm picking San Jose on the depth. See, for me, it comes down to Marc-Andre Fleury versus Martin Jones for me. Marc-Andre Fleury, we've all seen him in the playoffs. We've all seen what he can do and what he will do. He pitches shutouts, man, in the playoffs. He gets into his own, that guy. And uh, Martin Jones hasn't shown me anything this season. That's why I'm going only reason with Vegas. If you look at roster versus roster, I probably like San Jose's better. But for me, uh, the playoffs, it's all about goaltending. And yep. uh, I, I mean, my, until proven otherwise, Mark Andre Fleury's my fucking guy for sure. Yeah, I'm falling into the Vegas trap again, Chris. Where I just, I, I undermine them as a team. Yeah, and, yeah. Uh, I, I know it's round one. I understand it. If Vegas wins round one, can they go on another run? Can they make it back to the cup? I just don't know if there's enough there. I don't think they can do go back to the cup, but I do think they can beat San Jose, and I, and I, and I think they're going to. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I honestly can't wait. I don't know whether to, uh, again, be excited or uh, if I'm going to start puking before game time on Wednesday. Oh, Tampa, yeah. Tampa-Columbus is going to open up the fun Wednesday at 7. Yeah, uh, That'll be the first that. game of the playoffs, and then uh, we'll see uh, Pittsburgh and Washington get into some action at 730. Uh, but, I mean, just I'm absolutely pumped. Uh, I'm scared shitless, as I'm sure you are, too. But uh, it is the season. Yeah, people keep asking me. They're like, oh, how nervous are you to play Toronto? And and in closing, before we close out the episode, I'm just going to say this. Win or lose, I own the Toronto fucking sports fans. Um, I I run them. We've owned them so bad. It's like if you get one, it's like, yeah, you're due. Like the the, the game of hockey. That's the the only reason I picked Toronto. And it's the only reason you should pick Toronto. Boston should, like, when you look at matchup, matchup, style versus style when it comes to the playoffs, Boston and the way that Toronto's defense is played, Boston should muck them. I think Toronto's going to win only because they're due. That's the only factor. And uh, and if they want to uh, have a parade, and I'm sure I'm going to hear the comments about it. Uh, they'll get slapped right out in the next round anyway, as will Boston probably. Uh, but that said, like, it doesn't matter. I own Toronto. I own everybody in Toronto. <laughs> all the Leafs fans. All the, like, uh, every every block is, is my gang territory. Do you know what I look at the uh, Toronto-Boston series as? I look at it like the 2010-2011 series where Vancouver couldn't beat Chicago. And if you play that series nine out of ten times, Chicago is going to win nine out of ten times. Yeah, but there was something like Chicago but Vancouver was, was found a way to win. That. I... Yeah, I know, but Chicago was even like they had just went on a couple long runs, and and like there was a lot of factors going into why Chicago didn't win that series outside of 
finally Vancouver did it. It's like Chicago was kind of, you know, they had already had to trade Bufflin and they, they were still in that transition period, you know. Yeah, before, that's a very good before point. Before they rebuilt again to win in 2013, they were in that two-year period that teams need where Boston's kind of already come through that. So we'll see. I, I do think that John Tavares is a huge, is a huge, uh, it's a huge focal point of the series. He, he's going to dictate him and Mitch Marner are going to really dictate their offense. I think, uh, I won't be surprised, but even if Toronto wins, I don't care. They all still can call me daddy. <laughs> no, I, I want Boston to win. Let's not, let's not get it wrong. work i'm gonna miss it i'm gonna be on midnights but uh i'm gonna be tuning into the radio and uh can't wait to hear every second of it chrissy yeah we got some playoff hockey starting sure we're gonna send cover us it your brackets too uh send us your brackets on twitter uh send it to at gc hockey show we want to see what you guys think going into the first round let us know we'll be kind of releasing some like you know some some update kind of things, I think. Yeah, some mid-season, so some, like, there, sir, some, some mid-series, mid-series reviews. Like, and... yeah, I talk about how the games have gone, how the series have been going, guys that are lighting it up, guys that are fucking playing like plugs. You know, we'll, we'll break it down, Kyle. But I Just think like the Leafs defense, it. yeah, we're going to break down. Yeah, break exactly. Break it down. <laughs> yeah, exactly, man. We're going to get our, uh, we're going to get our fucking Oshiganov on and we're going to just break down. We're going to get uh, our Kyle, classical jars out and fill it with yeah. rum and liquor. Oh, yeah, man. There's going to be a lot of rum and coke going down this first round. I can guarantee you that. There's death taxes and the fucking liquor is going down hard in the first round, buddy. <laughs> All right. That's everything for today, though, man. We got to get the fuck out of here. I got to go to work and work midnights tonight. This is rotten. The midnight grind. All right, Chrissy. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah, thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me. We'll talk to you guys later, everybody.